AviationPros.com is the portal website for AMT, airport business, and ground support worldwide magazines. Visit daily for breaking news, industry blogs, and insightful articles from our magazine's editorial team. And don't forget to sign up for our publication's daily e-newsletters. It's all at AviationPros.com. Welcome to this episode of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Walker Yarrow, and in this episode, I speak with Brandon Freed, Executive Director of the Air Forwarders Association, about Amazon's recent 20-year lease of two Newark Liberty International Airport cargo buildings and the challenges and benefits this lease will have for the airport and the cargo operations already present there. Well, Brandon, thank you again for taking the time to chat with me this morning. Um, to set the stage for our audience and to kick off our conversation, can you, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, thanks for having me. I'm Brandon Freed. I'm the executive director of the Air Forwarders Association. Our organization is the legislative and regulatory advocacy group for the freight forwarding industry and its affiliated businesses. So they include trucking companies, airlines, some airports, uh, and anyone uh, in, the, uh, in the industry that supports uh, the movement of cargo. Very good. And our conversation today is going to revolve around um, this recent 20-year lease Amazon has signed with a Newark airport. And to, to set the stage for that part of our conversation, um, can we first just talk about what is the current state of air cargo operations um, in and around kind of the New York, New Jersey area? Well, you know, recently, uh, in the last year or so, we've seen extensive cargo operations in the uh, New York area, primarily uh, as a result of uh, uh, COVID-related consumer purchasing, both on the e-commerce and manufacturing side. We're seeing this all over the country, by the way. You know, we've had uh, the Port of Los Angeles last week had 31 ships off the coast awaiting docking. Uh, simply because there's just so much cargo hitting U.S. shores, primarily from Asia. And uh, the New York area is no exception. So uh, generally speaking, the JFK Airport has been a primary cargo hub with uh, Newark not far behind. Uh, as you might know about Newark, it, it uh, you know is, has United Airlines' uh, primary international hub uh, is there. And uh, also, 22 international carriers serve the airport as well. So then turning to this 20-year lease by Amazon at Newark, um, just what all is that going to entail? What do we know about it at this point? Yeah, so the details are are in the nascent stages at this point. They're just coming uh, to light. Our understanding is is that uh, up to now, there's been a... uh, uh, there are two buildings at uh, uh, Newark, 339 and 340. They were operated by Aeroterm, and they were leasing space to these 22 international airlines. Uh, and then uh, uh, I, I believe that uh, there's a significant uh, port authority uh, uh, presence in terms of property ownership and, and leasing. Um, and in addition to those 22 international passenger carriers, 
Uh, you also have uh, uh, DHL, CBP, UPS, and a few other entities um, that uh, currently are utilizing space. What should we expect the impacts of this this lease to be, um, both in the immediate and looking into the future, the long term? You know, our, our biggest concern at this point is that um, the existing carriers uh, outside of Amazon won't have any place to go. Um, my understanding is, is that they've been offered a, a small amount of handling space elsewhere on the field, which will not uh, let's see, be able to accommodate their employees, uh, let alone the volume of freight moving through the gateway. And, and so right now, as an example, you have about 100,000 square feet that's currently being utilized. And the alternative that's been presented to these carriers is moving everything into a 58,000 square foot warehouse, which is grossly insufficient. Um, so, you know, a lot of these carriers uh, actually transport a significant amount of cargo in the bellies of their passenger planes, and it either uh, originates or, or uh, terminates at Newark. So that's obviously a, a big concern. They're going to be losing um, a, a truck waiting area, which is essential, especially nowadays. Um, and you're going to have increased truck congestion as a result. The building right now that they're, um, I, I, I think, are proposing, I am told, uh, is not ready for freight operations. Um, the, the things like the HVAC system has to be upgraded. The dock doors need to be uh, need to be uh, in, installed. Um, the airlines need to demolish and build new offices. You need uh, IT cabling, roof repair, replacement, um, and of course, you know, just general uh, upgrades that those buildings will need uh, in order to bring them up to the levels that uh, are, are needed. So I, I think overall, what we're concerned about at a high level, this is going to hamper commerce and the growth of uh, not only each each airline's business, but the growth of uh, the freight forwarding business in and around the Newark area. And you just touched on um, a number of kind of the issues or challenges this presents. Um, are there any more and, and maybe um, what can be done to kind of mitigate these? Well, I, I think that the, the biggest uh, uh, mitigation strategy would make sure that these airlines are sufficiently accommodated. I understand that the Port Authority wants to uh, 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 enter into this agreement because, after all, I mean, it, it promises jobs and uh, it would in all likelihood benefit the local economy vis-a-vis -vis Amazon. Uh, on the other hand, you have other economic interests, uh, the, the freight transportation industry in and around that airport that needs to be accommodated as well. So, you know, it's, it's one thing to, to redevelop. It's quite another to start kicking people out and um, not allow them sufficient economic opportunity and access to that facility. So that's our biggest concern. You know, freight forwarders use all different modes of transportation, and they want as, as much variety as possible when it comes to selection of carriers for many reasons, destination, uh, uh, destinations that may be served, type of aircraft, frequency of flights, that type of thing. And Newark has become quite a quite a cargo hub. Um, I think what the from from the uh, adverse uh, point of view, 
um, over time, uh, airlines and freight forwarders might uh, uh, leave Newark and shy away from it and seek other opportunities in places like Philadelphia, maybe over at JFK, and, and even go more south. And air, airports uh, such as uh, Dulles uh, might benefit a, as well. So I would say that this is probably not in the best interest of the, the New York freight shipping community. Uh, and, and from a long-term perspective, maybe not great for those that uh, live and operate around the, uh, the Newark airport region. So then what benefit will this lease have? Um, what's, what's the upside here? Why sign the 20 year lease? Well, if, if you're in the position of the port authority, you know, it's money in the door in, in a relatively short period. And, and so obviously, you know, they, they, the port authority is under pressure here to, to uh, make uh, sure that, that, uh, the uh, finances are increased for that area and that the airport uh, runs uh, profitably. We understand that. There's no doubt about it. But we also understand that the air cargo business serving the Newark airport indirectly supports many businesses outside or surrounding the airport itself. You know, and, and so for every pound of freight that arrives there, I'm sure that multiple jobs depend on it because air freight, after all, is an essential uh, service. So you really, you know, a lot of, of industries and companies have located around that airport because they need the air freight service that the airport provides. I don't quite know that the Port Authority has actually considered that from a long-term perspective. I think this might be some short-term thinking uh, on the part of the airport to get money into the facility as quick as possible. But I would urge them to, to consider the surrounding community and businesses that are already there that depend on their cargo. Now, it's laudable that, that um, uh, uh, jobs are, are to be created by this plan. Apparently, they're forecasting about 1,000 more jobs, and, and we think that is commendable. On the other hand, you also have to think about the jobs that the surrounding companies around Newark Airport provide, which may exceed well over, over a thousand. And we've touched on it um, throughout this conversation, but but what does this mean for for the cargo operations and the ground handlers? You know, currently operating at the airport, uh, what do they need to be aware of? I think in a nutshell, it's going to be a lot of inconvenience, and they're going to have to. either relocate off airport or move into insufficient building space that's going to make it challenging for them to operate. And in the long term, that means that there's going to be less freight that they can process and significantly increased congestion-related delays, either with the trucks or the actual handling of freight through the insufficient warehouse space. That is not positive for the air cargo industry. We need as much space as possible, as much throughput as possible to make sure that we handle as much cargo uh, uh, and, and uh, allow those 22 international airlines to actually fly as many shipments as possible. But you need sufficient ground handling operations to do that. If those operations are forced to move off airport, away from the airport, that's going to present significant inconvenience and maybe misflights 
And that's a perfect segue into my next question, um, because you know, if if these operations are forced to move off the airport, and you said earlier Newark is kind of becoming a more um, kind of a, a cargo hub, but if this goes through, what does that mean for Newark in the long run? Is it going to keep continue growing? Is it going to regress? Um, what's the future look like for the airport? Yeah, so if you're a company that is thinking of establishing a presence in and around a particular airport or city, you know you need to you need to realize that um, you know you need to be thinking about available air service. How quick will your cargo uh, be able to be uh, sent out of that airport or arrive at that airport? What type of options are you going to have in in making those shipping decisions? And if you find that the facilities are constrained within the airport itself, you're probably going to think about relocating to another city or to to another region. And that is injurious to Newark in the long term. Even though this may provide a short-term benefit, I think that a lot of companies are going to look back and say, yeah, uh, it might be great for, let's say, Amazon and, and the airport, but we're going to lose air service or our freight is not going to depart as quickly as it as it once did so we need to reconsider our location decision and move to somewhere else so as i said earlier it might very well be beneficial to places like philadelphia and even washington dulles which have significant uh, air service as well and of course that would be newark's loss Well, Brandon, I think those are all the questions I had for you. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Uh, no, uh, the only thing I would say in, in, in the end is, you know, this is about compromise. And I think the Port Authority uh, should sit back and rethink this decision to a certain extent and make sure that these airlines and other air cargo interests at that airport are sufficiently, uh, are, or their concerns are sufficiently addressed as we go forward. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Aviation Pros Podcast. Be sure to visit AviationPros.com for more stories, breaking news, and expert insight from all around the aviation industry.